Welcome to the Garden of Favor podcast, where we are committed to cultivating lives and businesses God's way, because when we do, we see the undeniable evidence of His favor. I'm warning you now, be prepared to cry and shout some yeses and amens as we ask ourselves the tough questions and get honest with God about what He wants to do in us and through us for the kingdom. Hi, sister friend, I'm Heather, teacher turned six-figure corporate exec, turned top 1% network marketer, turned living my best life, dream job as a mindset strategist and kingdom blueprints coach for Christian entrepreneurs. I believe your life is much like a garden and your business plays a major role in fulfilling your purpose and calling. Are you ready to get your mindset and your heart set in sync with the Father so you can bloom into all He's created you to be? Then let's grow, girl. Welcome back to episode 21, where we are talking about content creation for your social media platforms. If you are anything like me, you have those moments where you feel like you are so overwhelmed because you don't know how you're going to create more content. Or I've shared with you in a previous episode that one of my biggest hesitations for doing a podcast was feeling the pressure of having to show up every week and deliver fresh content. So how did I overcome that? And, you know, what are some tips I want to share with you today? Because I've been doing this, well, the podcast only a couple months, but I have been generating content for social media on my personal social media page, on my business social media accounts, on my Instagram and my YouTube. I mean, so many different places. I feel like I've tried them all. I've done LinkedIn. You know, I've done so many different things. My main hub is Facebook, but... I have a responsibility to show up, you know, when, to, to, and to deliver content. And so do you in some way, shape, or form. Now, with that being said, I am still sticking true to what God told me in my most painful season of my life. I really felt paralyzed to come up with content. And I felt like a lot of the content was either forced and, and fake because I wanted to be positive for other people but yet I was I was battling my own stuff and it was really hard for me to show up positive and authentic not and not that I wasn't positive it was that I was I was healing I was in a healing process and I do believe that even though the experts tell us we have to show up regularly and consistently and you know consistency is key And I do believe there is truth to that, but I also think if God tells you to take a break or if he tells you don't post on the weekends or if he, whatever, his strategy trumps all expert strategy. God is, he's the creator of the experts, right? So he, his strategy trumps anyone and and even my strategy that I'm sharing with you, it trumps that. So again, I need you to know you have permission to do it different, but I'm going to give you 11 tips today on how to generate content, fresh content for your social media platforms, whether it be Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, blogging, a podcast, whatever. All right, so let's get into it. Number one is super obvious and sometimes not so obvious, but I want you to do this if you don't already. It's pray. Pray about your content. I shared with you that when I gave God my yes for the podcast, the content started flowing. And so much of my content is generated on my walks that I take, that I turn on 
worship music, you know, some sort of soaking music, and I spend time with the Lord. And the different things that he reveals to me on those walks are, you know, when I'm praying and talking with him and listening to his voice, that's where a ton of my content comes from. So don't overthink it. Like pray about your social media content. Pray about what is the message God has given you to share with the world. You are his mouthpiece. He has given you content and and different things and a message for you to share with the world. So pray about it. Ask him. It's so simple, but yet again, I think we overcomplicate it and we can sit and try to brainstorm and, 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 you know, follow all these methods and formulas when God's like, hey, I have all that you need right here. Come to me. Come to me and I'll tell you the hidden things, the secret things that you do not know. Number one, pray. Number two, again, one I think we overlook, but it's so telling that typically our clients, our, our ideal clients or customers or whoever it is you're selling to, They probably have a lot of similarities to you. And so what are your passions? What are you looking up? When you're not scrolling Instagram or Facebook, you know, for whatever reason, and you're actually intentionally looking up things, for example, I started homeschooling this year and I've been starting to look up a bunch of homeschooling stuff. So occasionally I will post about those things in my in my Facebook community. Now, again, my Facebook community isn't even for, it's not specific for homeschoolers, but there's a lot of women in there who in this year decided they were going to homeschool, they were questioning should they or not. And so it generated some really rich conversation. But that was something, again, so it wasn't even necessarily tied to coaching or mindset or kingdom strategy, kingdom blueprints. But it's, it's a, it's a, it's a part of my life. It's become a passion of mine to start pinning things on Pinterest. And so there's nothing wrong with talking about the things that are going, not only is there nothing wrong with it, honestly, I feel like this is the way to to connect with people. And again, there are different ways to use your content, right? So my business page is going to look different. The content on there is going to look different than my personal page. You know, I've gone through seasons where I literally post the exact same thing on one and the other. I'm like, I don't even want to come up with two different things for for content. But it it can look different. It can also look the same. Again, there is no, you must do this. You must do that. You should do this. You should do that. There's so much freedom in what God is allowing you to do because he's looking for your yes. He's not looking for you to, to have it all figured out. So what are your passions? What are you looking up in your own free time? Because most likely the other person, who the person you're called to serve probably would be interested in that. Or, you, you know, you'll reach the woman who maybe doesn't relate to you on one level of the something that you share often, but she'll relate to you on that. So what are your passions? What are you looking up? Uh, number three is what do people ask you often? Yeah. Do you have something, and I find this with all of my clients when we're trying to I- figure out their ideal client, this is one of the questions I ask, what do people come to you for? You know, I just had a call with an amazing woman and she was like, you know what? We were talking about her coaching practice and she got her coaching certification, but she is still wasn't sure who her ideal client was. And through our conversation, I asked her, you know, what do people come to you for? naturally without you putting it out there just people tend to come to you you know people always come to me about 
relationships. And I thought, oh my goodness. And so as we talked, I said, well, what, what does that feel like to you? What about being a relationship coach? And that could look a lot, a lot of different ways, right? Is that the relationship between you and your spouse, a relationship between you and your friends, a relationship between two and your children or your coworkers? I mean, relationships, we have to have relationships in every way. But then we got to dig deeper into that. But the fact that a lot of people come to her about how to build and maintain and have healthy relationships. So pay attention to the questions that people ask you. For me, I used to always get the question, what personal development book should I read? Here's my issue. Now I get people to say, where where in the Bible should I be reading about? Like, where should I start? Or, you know, do you have any books that I could read in the Bible about XYZ? And I'm just, that is a testimony of God's goodness. Because, uh, you know, six, five, four, three years ago, the question was all about personal development book. Y'all, if you aren't reading the Bible, that is the number one personal development book. I'm telling you, and I am looking at a wall full of books. I love books. And I didn't even love books until I became an entrepreneur. I could not tell you the last time I read a book prior to becoming an entrepreneur in 2014. But since then, I have bought, bought so many books. I have so many books on Audible. But the one book that I can read over and over and learn something new every time and never get bored with I can't believe I'm saying this out loud. It's the Bible. Because listen, I spent most of my life, like 30 plus years, confused every time I opened God's word. And I understand if that is you. I don't say this from a self-righteous place. Like I am great and I figured it out. No, it's because I was in a really broken place where I knew nothing else was going to satisfy me except the Lord. And so I learned how to to get quiet and to, to read my Bible. And it really just, it became my medicine for my heart to heal my heart. And so I hope that that's not you and that you don't have to go through something super traumatic and life-changing for you to grow closer with the Lord. But I do have a free flourish workshop. It'll be in the show notes. Uh, there's a three-part series. It is how to read your Bible and actually understand something from it, how to pray and how to hear God's word, um, how, to, how to hear God's voice. And so... It's a great little mini three-day, three, three, day, three module series that you can listen to if you're like I used to be and you struggle to read your Bible and actually understand something from it. But what do people come to you about? You know, what are the things that people ask you? Pay attention to that. All right, number four. This is kind of a fun one, especially depending on your industry. Uh, this could work really well, but magazine covers. You got to think about it. If magazines know what is hot, what's a hot topic, what are the things people are wanting to know. And so I think a lot like in the health and fitness industry, you could pick up a, a, a magazine and look at the front cover and you'll notice now keto is really big. Intermittent fasting is really big. There's different, you know, there's different topics that you can come up with according to whatever magazine is out there that would fit your niche, that would fit the person who is, you know, going to read that stuff. So magazine covers are great. Take from it what's on there. What are the key points that they're trying to tell people? And then you regurgitate something similar only from your own per perspective, your own personal experiences. And you can teach people things. You can share things, right? All your posts and again, this is in my network marketing course, They there's there's eight different types of posts. You know, educational, informational, inspirational. There's all these different types of 
post, funny, engaging, that you can do to create a variety of content. If you're in network marketing, you can get access to that course as well. Uh, I'll leave that in the show notes too. But your magazine covers is such a great place to get the content and then you put it out into the world in a variety of different ways, whether it's a live video or a poll question or something along those um, lines. All right, number five is your struggles. Y'all, we God will turn all things to good and nothing will be wasted if we allow him to use us. And so think of what mess were you in? What did God teach you through that? What message do you have? What trials have you gone through? Well, share share the trial, but then share the triumph. So often we only want to share the good stuff because we want to, obviously we want to be positive and and. A lot of times I think in, on we want to portray this certain personality. But again, that's where people get so sick of social media because it's, it's it's you know, fake book. Or, you know, Instagram, it's like these picture perfect. I always say, I'm like, I just don't understand how moms keep their houses that clean and that cute and their kids don't have stains on their clothes. I, I don't know. Is it is it just my kids? Are you a mom? Like, am I the only one that... My kids just don't look like that. There's no way. That's honestly why Instagram stresses me out because I am visual. And so in order for it to be Instagram post worthy and I see all these beautiful homes and these like literally they look like magazine homes. I'm like, I could never come up with that that many pictures. Like I would, I don't know. I I need a professional photographer. I don't, I just literally don't know how these women and I'm men too. I, I don't know how, and maybe if you're good on Instagram, like, I don't know. I just don't know how you do it. I, it stresses me out. Hence, part one of the reasons I'm not on Instagram uh, actively. So what are your struggles? Like, what are you overcoming? Mess to message, trials to triumphs, test to testimony, victim to victor. What lessons has God brought you into your life that you can sh- say to, to say to the woman, I love the quote, and I'm totally going to butcher it, but it's basically when you come out of the fire, don't forget that part of that is so that you can turn back and get the woman who's still in the fire and pull her out. So God won't waste any of your story if you allow him to use it to help other people. God wants to use your story. Your story actually is a huge part of online building your business is sharing stories. So what have you come through? And I've shared with you guys, even in the Bloom Your Brand workshop was, you know, part of that was the banner that was over me was hope because I needed hope in my life when I felt like nothing was there. And I have to share with you guys today and totally random, but I was uh, spending time with the Lord in prayer about my business and just, you know, had my worship music on and starting to journal. And uh, he revealed to me, I have a new sign in my garden. I have a new banner. If you did not listen to the Bloom Your Brand workshop, four-day workshop, free. It's right here on the podcast. It's also in our Facebook community, Garden of Favor Bloom Society. Go there if you want to watch me instead of listen. Um, And if you're not part of that, get into that anyways. But oh my goodness, he showed me my new banner which is incredible. And I want you to always remember that God will continue to expand your garden if you let him. And part of that was my struggle. My banner was hope because I needed hope. Now, the banner that he's given me, and I'll share that in a future episode, 
uh, it, it's because it's what God is teaching me personally in my life. It's a struggle that I've had that he is t- helping me overcome. How cool is that? You know, and I also think the the things that we struggle with are also, you know, there's always that like, stay humble, stay humble. Y'all, we, we need Jesus. We need him every day. And when when we feel like we don't need Jesus, that's when we get in trouble. So what are your struggles? What have you overcome? God did not let you do that just and get through that just to do that, right? God didn't bring you this far just to bring you this far. Like he brought you this far to turn around and get that woman who's still stuck in the mess that you were in and to give her hope and to say, there, there's a better way or let me help you or let me inspire you. Let me encourage you. Let me give you some motivation. All right. And then this one kind of goes along with some of the others that I talked about. But what are you learning? What are you personally learning? So not necessarily the fun stuff and the passions and the hobbies and all of that. But like, what are you learning? As a, not only as a business owner, as a leader, as a CEO, as a child of God, we should always be learning. We've ne- we never should think that we have arrived at some place where we don't need help. Listen, that is why I am a huge advocate of coaching because I know I would not be where I am today had it not been for my coaches. This should be an interview question for you if you're about to hire a coach. Do you have a coach? Ask your coach if they have a coach. We we should never feel like we've arrived at a place where we've got it all figured out. You know, first of all, God always wants to continue to make us holier and make us more like him and to be we were made in his image. He wants to continue to refine us, but that's a that we have to be ready to surrender and 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 say I am not where I need to be. But thank the Lord I am not where I was. So what are you learning? What books are you reading? What podcast are you listening to? What aha moments has God given you? Like, bam, you're like, oh, I, I didn't even know that, right? Share those things with people. Share what you are learning personally. Personal development books are a great way. When you read things in a book and you see, like, if you get an aha moment through the words of the author, you know, don't plagiarize ever if you need to give credit where credit's due from a specific phrase or whatever. But you can always share your processing, you know, with people. You don't have to say, I read this from a book and I got this from it. But, you know, share what you're going through. And beyond that, share what you're growing through, right? It's God doesn't want us to go through stuff. He wants us to grow through things. And we're supposed to help other people grow too. If you are in my industry, number seven is your clients. And not even necessarily my industry, but even prior to this, I think about, you know, even when I had a boutique, you know, my clients had struggles. Well, finding flattering clothes. And so I could post about how to flatter a this type of body, how to flatter that type of body, what to wear. Or, you know, the struggle when I did, uh, you know, health and fitness. Well, I'm a mom. And so fitting that in. So all of the things that your ideal client would struggle with as well. And again, there's probably a direct correlation with the things that you struggle with. But what what are your clients struggling with? In my coaching calls, oh my goodness, I have books full of notes because in my coaching calls, they are, the Holy Spirit just literally just speaks, you know, th- through me and to me about things 
that I coach my, the Holy Spirit coaches me while I'm in my coaching calls and I take note after note and it's really the Holy Spirit ministering through me to my clients and it's 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 double duty. It like ministers to me and I sometimes I write down these things that I say. I'll even tell my clients, hold on, I got to write that down. That was so good. And I laugh because I'm like, that wasn't me. Like that was just the Lord speaking through me and obviously ministering to the other woman but ministering to me too so what are your clients struggling with a lot of my content comes from that stuff too because I know if she's struggling with it there's another woman out there struggling with the same thing and in addition to that number eight is to poll your audience literally ask them ask them what they want again we overcomplicate it we think we have to come up with all the stuff but your people will tell you what they want your people will tell you what they need your te- people will tell you what they desire, what they want to learn about, what they want to talk about, what they want to share. I mean, your people want to talk. They want to engage. That's the whole reason for social media. It's to engage. So pull your audience. Number eight, pull your audience. Number nine, Facebook groups. Listen, you should be in Facebook groups. You should be involved in Facebook groups. Ones that are have the people that you, not only you can serve them, but they can serve you, right? So if you are passionate about horseback riding, I'm sure there is a horseback riding Facebook group. There has to be. There's one for literally everything under the sun. Get in those groups. You know, I have a former client who it loved hiking. And so she got into a hiking group. And I remember the one time I, I was teaching her how to engage with people in communities and how to be authentic, be herself. She doesn't need to trick people into becoming her friend. But engaging in communities is such an easy way to connect with like-minded people and people who probably want to buy what you have to offer because you guys are on the same page with a lot of things. And so I was teaching her how to engage in groups. It, it, it just, she again, she overcomplicated. I'm like, listen, just post a picture of you hiking and either ask a question or give a tip. And she did it. And it had, she was mind blown. It had over 200 comments. It had a t- like hundreds of likes. And she said, oh my gosh, like I people are messaging me or people are commenting. And I said, yes, because... You guys relate to each other. So it's, again, you overcomplicate it. So pay attention to Facebook groups and the questions that are being asked. Pay attention to hot topics. Perhaps, you know, you'll see somebody else post something and there's a a string full of conversations. And so pay attention to that stuff and get involved in those conversations. You will learn so much from Facebook groups. All right, we're almost done. Number 10. This is one I have to give a shout out to a former coach of mine, Ashley Fernandez. She is incredible with marketing and I love her to pieces and she taught me this and I want to share this with you guys. It was like mind-blowing for me and I struggle sometimes with titles of things. So I, you know, I'm just, I don't, I'm not always the most creative when it comes to the titles of the podcast or the titles of my live videos. I'm like, oh, it's just too much. I just, it's five tips to growing your Facebook group. I don't know. Anyways, Ashley taught me this. Go to Amazon or Audible or Amazon, whatever, anywhere that has a book, a bookstore, whatever, go somewhere where you're looking at books. And I like to go to Audible online and look up books that your ideal client would read. And these are probably the same books you're reading. And go to the tagline of the book 
there's there's gold in the taglines because you'll see obviously the title sometimes you don't really get so much from it but the tagline has that deeper meat of what you're actually getting whether it's you know five ways to I don't know I think of like the five love languages right how to how to have intimacy in your relationships through the five love languages speaking your language I don't even know I I have that book somewhere I'm not looking at the title so don't quote me there I'm just thinking of and I'm looking across the room I should have pulled out a couple books to give you a couple examples but go to audible look up a book that you recently read look at the tagline and see what that tagline says usually it's 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 about a topic or it's solving a problem or it's giving giving it's educating you on something that is a fantastic place to find content and to generate content. And I'm not saying take their taglines and literally copy them, but take the tagline, the concept of it, and create create your own content from that. Whether it's a and this is really great for titles for like live videos or um, podcast titles, right? And then the last one, number eleven, kind of goes back to the first one. You know, obviously pray about it. Ask God; He will deliver. He will. You are His mouthpiece. He will give you the words he wants you to share or the content he wants you to share. But the last one, and this is some of my most favorite content. And again, my business might look different than yours, but the Bible, you should be spending time with the Lord every single day in his word. I'm telling you, that is the number one way that the Lord speaks. It's the number one way that the Lord speaks to his children. Now he speaks to us in a lot of other ways. So don't, it's not only the Bible, but the Bible is the most common. And that's why it's, it's, he gave it to us to be able to communicate with us. And the Holy Spirit will just help us discern things and he'll teach us things. The word, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. What is God speaking to you in your quiet time with him? What is he speaking to you when you're reading God's word? Listen, I can think of a former episode that I did about delegating. I literally was mind blown when I was reading about Moses and Aaron holding his arms and then Moses's father-in-law saying, you shouldn't be doing all this yourself. You need to be using the men that they can help you. They can do this part and then you do the, the most important uh, piece to judging you know, the people and, and helping them come to solutions and I'm like oh my gosh this is delegating this is totally fitting for an entrepreneur that that Moses had permission to delegate so I have permission to delegate too we can learn so much from God's word but we overcomplicate it we can learn about business from God's word we can learn about motherhood from God's word marriage everything that we need we can learn from God's word we just overcomplicate it. So what is God teaching you in your quiet time with him? What is he speaking to you as you're reading God's word? And again, you don't have to give. And I I, I just want to make sure about this because I feel like so many people, they'll see my business, my ministry, and they think that theirs needs to look like that. First of all, can we just go back to the whole concept of stop trying to do something like somebody else? Do it the way God wants you to do it. And that's going to look different for everybody because God tells us to go and tell and to be the light in the world. And, and the light needs to be in the world in every nook and cranny. So you're, I specifically speak to faith-driven entrepreneurs. That's my audience. So I'm going to obviously reference the Bible a whole lot more than I would if I were talking to a secular group. I'm probably not going to reference the Bible all that much, but I can still reference concepts that I learned from it. So I don't want you to feel like your business has to be 
I mean, it should be biblically based. Nobody needs to necessarily know that. You should just exude that, the what I refer to as the kingdom blueprints. I'll be sharing those with you guys. I have it in one of my courses, but I'm trying to figure out how to do that on the podcast in a in a in a succinct way. But anyways, the kingdom blueprints that that should be for any kingdom entrepreneur. And and sometimes people will know that because you maybe you have an office and somebody walks in and there's a there's a uh, I don't know a picture frame with a Bible verse in it. That's fine. That's wonderful. But maybe that's not your thing. Maybe you won't have scripture everywhere or you know quotes about God or whatever. But your 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 presence somewhere. If you have the Holy Spirit in you, then He's with you, and you are you are. We're called to be the light of the world. So. I'm going to run through those real quick because there's 11 of them and I can't wait to hear some of the content you guys come up with uh, when you, and again, don't overcomplicate it. Number one, pray. Number two, your passions. Number three, what do people ask you over and over? Number four, magazine covers in your niche. Number five, your struggles. Number six, what are you personally learning? Number seven, your client struggles, your ideal client struggles. Number eight, pulling your audience, literally asking them, Number nine is Facebook groups. Number 10 is popular books, the taglines. And the last one, number 11, is the Bible and what God is teaching you in your quiet time with him. So let's pray. Because yeah, we have we have so much. God has so much for you to share. So it's time to take a deep breath. And if he's called you to a specific platform, he's going to give you the stuff you need. So if you've been hesitant on doing something or like I was for this podcast, right? God wants your yes. So give him your yes today. Pray about it. Get in your word and then go to all these other places over time and start taking notes of the things that you can start talking about. And then the other part, let me just tell you this. Two other things. One, your content really, the the, the overarching theme probably won't change all that much. Listen, I'm still talking about God and, and and I started doing this seven years ago. So it's like my pillars, when you when you start to understand your pillars, they don't they can change a little bit again with seasons and whatnot. So you don't have to only talk about these things, but I can now regurgitate content from five years ago because I was consistent over time that now my favorite thing to do is go to my Facebook memories and see what I posted, you know, last year or two years ago or five years ago. The 10 years ago are a little scary. I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm going to delete these because I don't want this tied to me and or my children to ever find it. God is so good, y'all. He redeems, he can redeem anybody um, and he can forgive anybody. But, you know, some of the, some of my 10 year older plus post I am deleting because I'm like, oh, that is just not me. And uh, I don't need <laughs> any evidence of that. Or... But in the last, you know, seven years, I regurgitate a lot of information. I recycle it. And sometimes that's a change a little bit, but I recycle a lot of content because it's still the same message. There's there's a very, there's a lot of the content that's still the same. So you do it now and then you start to keep track of those things and you will have, in, you will have content to come over and over. You can recycle things. All right, let's pray. God, we thank you so much again for being a vessel for your message that you have for the world. God, we know that social media can be such a noisy place. It can be a stressful place. It can be a a place where 
people feel lost and people feel like their voice isn't heard or the wrong things, you know, it it can be toxic. But God, we know that you want to turn all things to good and that you you will use social media to to honor you, to glorify you, to worship you if we allow you to use us. So God, help us not to overcomplicate it. Help us to use these different tools that we get the content that you want us to share for the audience that you have called us to serve and that we won't overcomplicate it, Uh, that we can find it through prayer and you will let us know. We can also find it through your word and all the other places. God, we pray for an increase in creativity. We pray for an increase in content. We pray for an increase in uh, just all the things that we need for social media to flow and and for the eyes to see it who need to see it and the ears to hear it who need to hear it. God, we trust you with this, this calling and we are so grateful that we get to do this for you and with you. We ask all of this in your precious holy name. Amen. Hey, sister friend, before I go, if you are new or if you've been here for a while and you are enjoying this podcast, I would be so grateful if you would leave a review on iTunes and share it with your friends. I am so grateful for the feedback I have been getting. And again, I'm always up for any tips or ideas or constructive criticism as well, but would absolutely love it if you subscribed, leave a review, and share it with your friends so that, uh, yeah, they can know about the Garden of Favor and all that's going on here. And if you're not in our Facebook community, head on over to the Garden of Favor Bloom Society where you can connect with thousands of other women just like you wanting to do God's will, God's way, God's time, and, and do business His way. So, I love you guys and I will talk to you soon.